It's time for the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable Podcast. And here's your hosts, Paulie G, Ryan MS, Peter Hanscom, and Andrew Muldock Molinaroli. Yes, it is uh, round 25, just an inch or two away. Supercoach, now everyone that's still alive is playing this week for a berth in the Supercoach Grand Final. Maybe head-to-head and you're trying desperately to hit that top 100, top 50. Uh, we're here to give you that last, uh, last hurrah information and advice. And, of course, we've got the tweets later on. Peter Hanscom joining us as always. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, thanks, Paul. Uh, team not going to make the eight now, but, hey, I thought, didn't think that was going to happen. So, you know, it's been I'm with t- next year. Tough um, season for all, all of us. Andrew Moldock, Molina Rowley, missing it actually again this week. He's actually quite ill, so um, not because of the way his team went on the weekend. Uh, we believe anyway, but i tell you what, Ryan, you and I would, would be um, allowed to be feeling quite ill the way that insipid performance the West Tigers put up against Penrith. How are you, mate? Yeah, uh, good. Apart from that Friday night, which we shall not mention again. (laughs) And, of course, um, the injury report uh, for Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care. Pat Lyons has sent through us some information this week. Look, obviously less to go about now with the injuries, um, so we're just going to read it out um, rather than speak with, with Pat um, about it, Paul Gallen, well, he said he's not going to play. We, we got that from him last week. Um, he's thinking he's probably going to be out for a couple more weeks yet. Um, just too risky because he's saying he felt a definite click or tear sensation, um, thinking that the whole wrapping him in cotton wool is the way to go to the finals. I guess the only thing, Pete, and we know Gallen comes back from injuries before most players do, um, you know, the loss last night against South's top two kind of up for grabs. Do you think maybe he'll make a surprise appearance? He has been named. I don't think so. I think that might be right on the money there. Um, and Cronulla, although would be disappointed with the two losses, they'd be even more disappointed if they brought Gallum back early and he, he hurt himself again. Now, imagine if Furov had come back in that game last night and, and torn his, uh, his cup again and put himself out for another four weeks. So I think they're making the right decision. I don't think he'll play. Um, another Shark, Valentine Holmes, was assisted from the field at full time in last night's game against Souths. Shane Fellingen confirmed he picked up an ankle sprain. It will be a race against the clock. Shane Fellingen um, said to Triple M last night. I saw the highlight of Holmes. Uh, this is from Pat now. I saw the highlight of Holmes getting helped off the field. Looked like he couldn't weight bear at all on the ankle. Now, whether it is a high ankle sprain, which Pat says is a bit of a trendy diagnosis at the moment, or just a normal sprain, he still would be looking at a week or two off. Um, and as he's suggesting with Gallon, there's really not much point in rushing him back before the finals. Um, that one, I would say, far less likely, even though Holmes also been named far less likely. Jared Beal could easily play there. He hasn't been named this week, but um, easy player to cover there for Holmes. And Chris Lawrence, well, he was carried off with a knee injury after a collision with Josh Mansour on Friday night. Apparently it's not an ACL, just some bone bruising. 
and Pat reckons that Lawrence might make it back this week as long as they can get the soreness out of the knee. It doesn't sound like it would be dangerous for him to play, just a matter of getting movement and power going to the right level needed, obviously, for first grade rugby league. Um, he, Chris Lawrence also has been named, and that is the injury report for Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care. Go to the website www.coogeebay.physio or phone the Sydney number 029-665-9667. Give Pat a call there. Or you can go via our website to get 20% off uh, your first visit, www.supercatchpros.com. Click on the link on the right-hand side to go through to that page for the bookings. It's worth visiting Pat, not just for sporting injuries, back and neck injuries. He's a specialist in that area as well. And you can tell by his excellent uh, information he's provided us all year. Definitely um, worth a visit. Pat Lyons there for Coogee Bay Health and Injury Care. And um, we'll move straight on now to the Round 24 wrap. Suolesi Vunavalu, outstanding for the store. Four try effort, 145 points. And Ryan, he's locked up the top try scorer of the, um, the TAB. Anyway, not even taking bets on it anymore. He's so far ahead. Yeah, well, look, he should be, and I can't imagine that anyone's going to catch him from here, um, barring some kind of uh, craziness. But I, but then again, I guess, um, how many rounds have had um, two, two, yeah. uh, four try scores? Yeah, <laughs> yeah if, if, if the Raiders went right instead of left, we'd still have a contest because Rapana, of course, was his second in line. From Vunavalo, it was his wing partner, Brenko Lee, that got the four for the Raiders. Uh, Blake Ferguson, 139 points. Really amazing job at fullback. And I guess for Easter's fans and, and probably Coach Robinson wondering why couldn't he do that at the start of the year when he was first picked at fullback, didn't really want to play there. And now he's killing it in the position. Jared Croker, again, just a must-have for your Supercoach lineup at the moment. 128 points. He basically single-handedly kept the Raiders in the game against the Eels when they came back from that 14-point deficit at halftime. That man, Brenko Lee, who he said, 118 for Canberra. Jonathan Thurston, well, had Drew Johnson. He he called it on Twitter. And even though the matchup wasn't that right for him, 116 Supercoach points. You can't keep a champion down, as uh, Drew said. Bryce Cartwright, 115 points. Panthers feed the Tigers. We knew that was going to be a big encounter. The old VC loophole would have probably been enacted for a lot of people. Although, if Cameron Smith was your alternative, I know Andrew had suggested him as your captain's choice um, on the weekend or or during last week's show, 113 points. A lot of massive scores uh, in this um, round 24. Ryan James also right up there, 113 after avoiding suspension a bit luckily and certainly helping those owners um, that that kept him from earlier in the year when he went very well. And even Mitchell Moses, 110 for the Tigers, um, really a lone (laughs) effort in a a well-beaten pack, a well-beaten side. Daniel Tupo, 109 for the Roosters. Cooper Cronk, 109 for the Storm. And Wade Graham cracking the 100 as well for the Sharks be the Rabbitohs. Let's move on to the captain's choice now for the next round and obviously this is the critical uh, junction now where maybe there's not so much trading in or out or you've only got one trade left and you're looking for that heavy hitter in which case the captain's choice will help you anyway if you're just looking to bring someone in we're going to read through a bunch of names most of these guys have got upgrades from the predictor, only a couple have got slight downticks 
but most of them are, are going very, are very likely to do very, very well. And I guess we'll start with Sean Johnson and Pete. 88 points, he's the top predictor this week. Been a bit out, well, very much out of form up there in North Queensland, but returns home. Maybe, just maybe, if Penrith can take, can beat the Gold Coast on Saturday, this game has still got um, semi-final connotations. And the Warriors and, and, you know, with that man, Sean Johnson, could still be in it with a big game. Absolutely. Well, as as you mentioned about the effort of uh, the Panthers against the Tigers last week, you would expect Johnson to have a bit of a field day there. On Sunday, if the Warriors turn up, and as you said, if they've still got something major to play for. But even so, I, I think that, yeah, Johnson is, is a good choice, is a good choice for that. You know he's going to get some big... He's a possibility of getting some really big numbers. So, if you're you, you know you're looking to to catch up or looking for a, like a point of difference there, he he might be one of your, your really good options um, on the Sunday. Four players from the team that has really been quite resurgent in the last few weeks, and that's the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Of course, they come up against the hapless Knights. Another pretty poor showing again on the weekend. Ryan, we'll start with Cody Walker, 85. Adam Reynolds, if he plays. 84, he did suffer a, a head knock, but um, we'll see if he will be right for that Sunday game. Greg Inglis, 83, and Sam Burgess, 82. Um, can you trust the South players, first of all? And if so, are you going to put one or two of them in your lineup or even make one captain? Well, out of those four, um, the two captain choices for me would be Inglis and Burgess. Um, Inglis was really good. Um, against the Sharks, and I think that he looks like he's um, a bit more mobile at the moment. He's enjoying his time at fullback again. They're not using him just as a straight-out battering ram anymore. Um, and against the Knights, um, second half is where he's, is where it's going to um, where it's going to shine for uh, for guys like Inglis and Burgess. I think so. Either of those is a great captain choice. Um, the first two, well, Reynolds. Um, obviously will score some points. That's if he plays, so he's a bit touch and go there. And Cody Walker is, um, at the moment, uh, you know, a little bit up and down. So you're just not sure on what, what he's going to bring, um, especially if if it happens to be that Reynolds is out. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because Greg Inglis has got such a massive upside, but we've seen in the past how he's probably let people down. They played each other in round two, and Inglis had a massive round one against the Roosters, but only managed 54 against Souths. Uh, against, sorry, against the Knights. I'm a bit worried about that. Cody Walker, on the other hand, put up 92 in that same game, and um, Sam Burge is 135. So that's interesting. Um, obviously, it is in Newcastle. Guys like Jared Mullen back, or at least named Sione Mataudia, some of their better players there, which will help them. They've, you know, but. Still, I don't mind it. And, and again, it comes back to that strategy. If you're trying to... Um, if you think you've got the advantage, you're probably not taking these risks. But if you're trying to find a way to, to get a point of difference, to get up when you may be a little bit behind, those Souths players, especially if your opponent doesn't have any trades, that could be a great way to do it. Uh, back to you, Pete, for Cameron Smith from the Storm. Obviously, it's very solid. Melbourne thrashing Brisbane only a few weeks ago, up in Brisbane. Now they're back in Melbourne. and He gets an eight-point uptick to 82. Um, a safer pick, no doubt. 
Absolutely. Um, he's, you know, we can throw, we've been throwing superlatives at, at Cameron Smith's way for a long time now. Uh, just a general player, but, and, you know, especially on this show, super coach wise. Uh, first half last week against um, Manly, the, the Storm were very, very good. I know they're up against a weakened team, but in the second half, then he, he scored his own he scored his own try. He was kicking goals from all over the place, and you know they're looking good. The Storm, you you can't go past uh, Cameron Smith as a, as a captain choice. Um, he wasn't the highest scorer last week, as you say, but you know it wasn't far behind, and it was it was very good spotting by Andrew on last week's show to to pick him. A few others to talk about: Jordan Rapana for the Raiders for the Seagulls, a riskier option. Um, because we've seen some down downsides or lower floors from him. Bryce Cartwright um, for the Panthers, obviously up there again. Definitely a VC loophole option. And I guess one, and we might mention him again a bit later, Ryan, but Semi Rajaradra is an interesting one. Eels v. the Dragons. Probably not got a player in that game. Maybe Jack DeBellin. Maybe Manu Mo. Probably no one's really playing anyone from there. If you are up against it, and you kept Semi as your 17th or 18th man with another guy to choose, depending if you were up or down. I mean, it's not the craziest of crazy ideas, is it? You you can see how the round pans out, and you'll know if you need to play him or you go with a safer option, Mo de Bellin, or maybe you even know in time for that South's Rabbit uh, yeah, Knights game. It's, it's solid, but... We'll save that one for a bit later on. He's right up there, uh, close to, to predicting 80, so that's good. Jo- Joseph Leilua also right up there. Um, others to consider, at least with the VC loophole, include Nathan Cleary, um, Trent Merrin, um, safer options for Feeder Gallon, Ryan James, Bodine Thompson could do well against his old club, the Tigers. Tyrone Peach, he's up there. Down ticks for Boyd Cordner and Jared Croker. They're still pretty predicted to do very well. And Jamie Brewer for Manly is an interesting one. Ben Barber's still there for the Sharks, was down as we expected last week. Um, and Simon Mannering, who is the, a tackle monster, unbelievable, uh, in that game last week, that big loss to the Cowboys. Uh, this is the Supercoach Professionals Roundtable podcast. Of course, you can find us each and every week during the regular season on iTunes or on our website, www.supercoachpros.com. You can also find on the website our recaps. The, re- the recaps for Round 24 are up there now, and the previews for the following round aren't too far away. And we'll continue those, even though we won't have podcasts in the real semifinals because the Supercoach season will be, will be complete. We'll continue with the recaps and previews for those daily league players and those that just want to get an edge looking ahead to next season. And, of course, speaking of looking ahead to next season, our grand final edition we always do. The, we'll do the Tuesday before the GF where we can wrap everything up once and for all and give our predictions and, who knows, maybe even have a look at a couple of those daily league competitions and see if we can, can find something for you for the grand final. Let's move on now to the round 25 preview. Bulldogs v the Cowboys Thursday night encounter. Sam Cassiano has been suspended, so Danny Fulalalo is the new bench player. Um, For North Queensland, Matt Scott is back, so Scott Bolton goes to the bench. Ben Spina, the man to be left out. And, of course, uh, Ray Thompson again named in the number nine 
but um, we're expecting Roy Acosta Jason to start. Uh, the big name forwards of James Graham, Jason Tamalala, Gavin Cooper, David Clemmer, and Aidan Tolman best here. Pete, I get the feeling this game could go down the same path as last Thursday night. Perhaps Belmore helps a different result. But uh, how will our usual big guns fare, Supercoach-wise? Well, you remember this game. Uh, this is the second time these two teams have met this year. Um, they've met about, about six weeks ago now up in North Queensland, and we're expecting a very close game there. And the score was about 30 or 36 nil to the Cowboys over Canberra. It was just a, a first and masterclass. Everything they did, to uh, the Cowboys did turn to gold, and in Canterbury were just left clasping in thin air, basically. Um, but this one, I think it will be a bit more like, as you say, last week's game between Canterbury and uh, Brisbane. So it probably won't be a real lot of points there for, for our super coach players, unfortunately. Um, it is at Belmore, but that didn't make a difference when Canberra beat Canterbury there earlier this year. So I'm, I still think the Cowboys will win, but, you know, as I said, Thurston, but that's... I wouldn't be going past the players that you mentioned, like Tao Malolo's had a great season. I, I think I'd be, I'd be looking at him, but um, yeah, apart from the ones you mentioned, I'd be I'd be very cautious about this particular game. I, I don't expect it to be a high scorer at all. Yeah, the class of Thurston did show against the Bulldogs um, in that encounter. That was the game, of course, that uh, he got injured in, and we didn't see the best from him until just last week. Uh, Melbourne Storm v the Brisbane Broncos. Uh, Melbourne unchanged, but Kevin Proctor and Jordan McLean could end up being included. So make sure you follow us on Twitter at SuperCoachPros and, and watch out for our... Um, tweets just before the game with the final lineups announced. Brisbane, well, they've picked the same 17 that beat the Bulldogs last week. Um, Cameron Smith looks good here, as we suggested, a nice captain choice on, on the safer side. Tohu Harris, Jesse Bromwich should also um, do well. Corey Parker's the best for the Broncos, but all our Brisbane players get downgrades. Ryan, uh, this is the team that was well beaten last time uh, the two sides met up in Brisbane as well. Can you see Melbourne putting it on them again, or do you think it'll be a lot closer and therefore a lot tighter? Um, look, I think Melbourne are in far better form, and I mean, last week against Manly, they had it sewn up at half-time. Um, so I, I think they're just going to be a bit too clinical for the Broncos. I'm not not going to say it's going to be a massive um, score um, by Melbourne, but they're definitely, I, I think they'll comfortably get over the top of them. Um, look, as for players, look, you're going to go Vunavalu if you have him because um, he's in some pretty good form. And as, you, as we pointed out at the start of the show, uh, top try scorer. Uh, be a little bit of a worry if you had Corabiti and played him. Um, I don't think his form has been great of late and Melbourne uh, t- obviously tending to go more towards Vunavalu's side. Uh, obviously, Cam Smith and Kronk, uh, you rather uh, must pick Tohu Harris if he's in your team. That if he's in your squad, then he's in your team. Yep. Uh, Seagulls v the Raiders. Dylan Walker returning somewhat surprisingly in the centres with Matt Wright remaining at 5'8", but probably Walker ends up playing there. Episode Coruscant is also back, so Blake Leary becomes 18th man. Now, I know we said this last week, got some misinformation, but Edric Lee is back this time round for 
Cousin Brenko, who of course scored four tries last week and is now made 18th man. Now, Junior Paulo has a back issue, so he's out, but it's a pretty able replacement for him. Paul Vaughan comes in, and a pretty able um, backup in Sean Fensom is named 19th man. Um, Jamie Brewer again gets an uptick, not so much for the Dvorovich brothers, in particular Tommy Turbo gets a big downgrade, but um, the Raiders guys could have a field day against the depleted Manly outside backs, Jordan Rapana and Joseph Leilua, the ones that the predictor expects will go best. Of course, Jack White and Josh Hodgson should also do very well, but uh, all Raiders worth starting with confidence, Pete. It's the last game at Brookie for the year. Jamie Lyon not playing, but they are having a big farewell for him. And the fact Canberra started very slowly last week, does that mean there's a chance, at least a chance of an upset, or is this going to be one-way traffic? I think there is a chance, but um, I think Ricky will have the boys refocus this week. Um, I don't think he's going to let them forget what happened in the first half last week against Parramatta. That was not a good performance down there initially by the Raiders. So, no, I think they'll be refocused, and I think they will win. As you say, the, the outside backs for the Raiders you know, must have blokes like Jack Broker and Alayla have been outstanding uh, this year, uh, Rapana. Um, Blake Austin's been a little bit quieter, um, so I've, I've sort of been waiting for him to, to put on the really big scores that we, we knew he could uh, last year. Um, but, yeah, another guy, of course, would be Kapali, you'd expect to score well. Um, for Manly, oh, they tried hard last week, but, yeah, the Trevojevic brothers, you said they got downgraded this, this week. So it's not looking good for them. If Lyon was playing, I would be more inclined for, for Manly, but as he's not, you know, they can celebrate all they like. He's not on the field. It's going to make a big difference. <laughs> I don't I know why. he'd be sticking with the Raiders players for this game. I don't know why he's retiring. He's still in very, very good form. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit surprised as well. So. Maybe it is anyway. those injuries. Titans beat the Panthers next up, and uh, Jared Hayne going to that favoured position of fullback with Ash Taylor returning. That means David Mead has been made 18th man, as we saw on Twitter tonight. They don't meet him. Luke Douglas named to start over Ignatius Parsi, but uh, this could be swapped again for the Penrith Panthers. Moses Leader and Jeremy Lattimore have been added to an extended bench, but they're otherwise unchanged. Uh, Ryan James, best for Gold Coast. Um, guys like Cartwright, Cleary, Merrin, the usual suspects, Tyron Peachy, they're all big plays here for Penrith. Ryan, um, I've just mentioned all the big names, but there's even more that could do well here. If you own loads of players from these two teams, I guess you could be heading to a Supercoach Grand Final if this one plays out the way we think it will. Absolutely. There's so many points on offer here. Um, just all across the board for both sides, really. Because um, you have James, Pete, McQueen, Taylor, Taylor Harrell, Hayne <laughs> for, the, for the Titans. Just, you know, just going off the top of your head. And then, mm. yeah, Penrith with Cleary, Cartwright, Moylan, Mansour. Then you have Merrin. It's just, yeah, there's a lot of points on offer there. Yeah. Fisher um, Harris, who knows? Campbell Gillard was good on, on the weekend. Isaiah Yeo has been in rich vein of form. Exactly. Just so, goes on and on. Look, I think this game's going to be pretty high scoring, despite the fact that it's going to be... Well, it should, if it's not, it should be semi-final-ish football. Um, but I think it's going to be a pretty high scorer. Uh, both teams seem to be in pretty good form, um, especially with the ball in hand. So, uh, yeah, I see lots of points coming there. If you've got either... I don't think that um, the Titans or Penrith uh, players are going to cancel each other out at all. 
Um, I think if you have, you know, two from one team and two from the other team, you can play them um, as you like because I think that this is the game of the round that is going to get you a lot of points. Could be 30 to 20, 36, 24, you know, 32, 28. It's that type of scoreline could occur and lots of super coach points on yeah, offer. 40-plus points scored in the game, definitely. Yeah. Cronulla and the Roosters, well, Saifeki back for Jared Beal has been dropped, although, as we said earlier in the show, Valentine Holmes probably won't make an appearance, so Beal may get a reprieve. Paul Gallen named to return, Chris Hyington named back on the bench. No Kurt Capewell named, but again, we expect that it will go back to Hyington in the side and Capewell on the bench and Gallen being rested at least for one more week. Um, the Roosters have picked the same team as last week. There's still no Dale Copley there. Um, he had that pretty bad head knock, but as well as that, you know, Guerra back in the back row. I mean, it's a bit of an embarrassment of riches all of a sudden for a team that really couldn't, was, was sticking together, you know, or had a team stuck together with, with the sticky tape much of the year suddenly, um, keeping out origin stars, etc. Uh, Andrew Fafita is best here from Gallon if he plays. Ben Barber's also up there. Holmes if he plays. Chad Townsend's an exciting option. For the Roosters, Boyd Cordner, Mitchell Pearce, Jake Friend, um, Taukiaho, they've been all good of late. This matchup is much tougher, Pete. I'm thinking Cronulla bounce back to their best here, so maybe the Roosters' nice run is ending. Do you load up on these Cronulla players that have a bump in the predictor? Or just avoid it altogether, just in case? I think avoid it altogether, to be quite honest. I think that um, we got it right with the previous game. The Titans and Panthers, I think, will be a high score. I think that's the one to go for. Whereas this one, uh, I don't know. I, I've got real doubts about the Sharks and their performances in the last few weeks. Um, you know, they could lose the next two and still finish in the top four. So that's not a problem for finals-wise. But without Gallon, maybe... No gallon, no sharks. Uh, so, you know, they weren't impressive last night. In the last few weeks, it's, they've been off the boil. They're not the same yeah. team they were five or six weeks and, ago. And the weather, so the weather was, didn't help for me. They did it on Monday. And, and I'm hearing some more nasty weather's heading Sydney's way over the next couple of days. It may even linger to Saturday. It is. And it can it can get very nasty down there at Shark Park. Remember the Souths game last year? They were playing in the rain. was almost sideways, mm. they were saying. So you get a nasty subtly down there. It can be all over the place. But, yeah, without if Holmes doesn't play as well, that's a, a big loss for them. But, yeah, Barber would be the one, as you're saying, Andrew Fafita. On the other side, Corden was very good the other day. I had first-hand experience watching that game. Um, the Troll Mitchell's been impressive all year. Uh, Tupo had a, probably one of his best games of the year, and as we mentioned about Black Ferguson, was uh, one of his best scores for Supercoach also. And... Mitchell Pierce has hit form, as you said. Look at the forward pack there. Um, that's one of the best forward packs in the comp. It's not the forward pack of a team running 15, that's for sure. <laughs> it wasn't just Trent Robinson expecting that sort of F, uh, that sort of performance from Ferguson at fullback. I think a few of us were predicting it. Um, for the, I mean, he was at a very nice price earlier in the year, Ferguson. It didn't come together until now, and he's blitzing it. Uh, let's move on. Warriors and the Tigers. Um, Ken Mamalo is injured, so. Tumalola Lolahia uh, gets to return on the right wing. Solomon Akata also coming back from um, injury. So Matt Allwood makes way for the Tigers. David Mofaluma moves to fullback after Jordan Rankin's massive woes at the position last Friday, who goes back to the wing. 
A massive upgrade for Sean Johnson here. Bodine Thompson could also do well against his old club. And Simon Mannering, who was unbelievable last week in defence, could replicate this week as well. Mitchell Mars is probably the only option um, for the visitors. Possibly Nofaluma or maybe Adokar if you were desperate. Ryan, both teams were awful last week just when they needed to play at their peak. Someone has to hit back here. Uh, maybe this game still has something on the lo- on the line. So could we load up on these upside players, particularly from the Warriors, or is it just all too risky with our own Supercage Grand Finals on the line uh, this weekend? I think it's a bit too risky, to be honest. Um, hard to trust either team. I mean, look, um, the Tigers really don't have anyone that you'd, that you'd um, bank on. Um, whereas the Warriors obviously have um, SJ, who's... Uh, you know, liable to put on you know a triple figure score um, at any in any round. They need um, him. they need him on. to stand up because he was awful last week and they were awful. Yeah, exactly right. Um, but they're at home, so I'd imagine that they'd have a better game. Um, if not, then who knows? But uh, yeah, look, it's a tough one. Uh, you'd have to play SJ because he's SJ. You just have to play him if you've got him in your team. Maybe not, Captain. Knights feed, yeah. <laughs> Knights feed the Rabbitohs now. And uh, Nathan Ross is suspended, so Cody Dennis replaces him. Jared Mullins back for William Pearsall, as is Sione Mataudia. Corbin Sims goes into the front row. Josh King back to the bench. No Mickey Payer. No Danny Levi either. He's got a going in for back surgery, so Pat Mataudia will take his spot on the bench. Souths, well, they're unchanged. We know that um, Adam Reynolds in some doubt. Jack Goshevsky also had a head knock on that game, so um, there's actually a, a three-man bench name there, just in case. Look, Mitchell Barnett's the best option for Newcastle, probably the only one. Um, Cody Walker, Adam Reynolds, Greg Inglis, they've got massive upgrades. Even Joe Burgess could be a daily league option if you trust his hands. Um, that was an interesting Twitter poll, by the way, at Supercoach Pros. I think it ended all square. Who has the worst... Which English player has the... Which POM has the worst hands? Phil Tufnell or uh, <laughs> Joe Burgess? I think I think it was 14 votes each. So I have to check if it's ever had a tiebreaker. If you didn't catch the poll, go on, go online, Twitter, at Supercoach Pros, and help us break the deadlock. Uh, speaking of um, moving, speaking of Burgesses, but um, and bad hands, really. Sam Burgess has had pretty bad hands this year, but we do think he could replicate what Ryan James did to the Knights last week. So he's obviously a big option again, as we talked about in our captains chat earlier. Ryan, the Knights getting a few back. They've got one more big outing in them potentially in 2016, but probably not this week, considering how good Souths have been of late. Yeah, look, uh, Knights will get thoroughly thrashed this week. Um, I think they're probably targeting around 26. Sorry, Pete. Um, <laughs> but the, I, I think with um, South and Burgess especially, I, yeah, look, I just think he's ready. Like, South are playing pretty good football. They played tough against a um, pretty decent team last last game. Um and I, I think that they'll continue on with that. And uh, Inglis, Burgess, Walker, Reynolds, whoever you want, um, they're you know if Reynolds plays, they're all they're all going to be good good picks against the Knights. Um, as they, as 
As the old saying goes, if you're in need of a pod, you always look for who's playing Newcastle. <laughs> Ryan, you and I have played in our fair share of poor sporty teams over the years. Um, and you know as well as I, you do circle the ones that you think maybe we can win and you do get up for it. So, so you're right, round 26 is probably the, the one for Newcastle, not so much this week. Uh, Power and the Dragons. Um, Devin French remaining at fullback, so Michael Gordon onto the wing. Brad Takarangi returns for the hapless of eye to tie. I believe the Raiders said at halftime last Sunday, to try, run at Vai Tautai. Tepai Maroa. <laughs> yeah, I rehearsed that. Tepai Maroa and both Scott back also, so Kenny Edwards and ben- Penny Terrapo moved to the interchange. David Gower is 18th man. Roy O'Brien out suspended. Danny Wicks swaps back into the starting lineup for Daniel Ovaro, but um, we'd be, we wouldn't be surprised if that changes last minute, as has happened in recent games. And a big news out of St. George Illawarra camp, Benji Marshall dropped so they can give Drew Hutchison a game. Apparently, he, Benji will play in round, that round 26 match in his farewell game for the Dragons. He won't be back in 2017. Uh, Tane Milne was suspended, so Tim Lafire, who apparently had some off-field indiscretions and wasn't supposed to be back in 2016, is named there. So that's an interesting one. Uh, I guess there'll be some doubt over whether it is going to be him or someone else, but it looks like it's him at this point. Sammy Radraja, a good play here, as we suggested earlier. Maybe he's the POD. We might even go in that a bit more when we get to the tweets in a moment. Uh, Manu Mo, probably the only other one worth considering uh, from Parramatta. Jack DeBellin's been strong. That's a safer choice, I'd say, for St George. Um, Tyson Frizzell, the other one. Not a lot of upside in this game at all. Pete, last Monday night game, perhaps forever. But other than that, not much to talk about unless we're looking at that semi Rajaraja last gasp winner. Well, I'm not a fan of Monday night football, so I won't be... Uh, unhappy to see the back of it, but um, that's just a personal opinion. It's better than Thursday um, night football, isn't it? <laughs> well, you know, they should be they should be both played on a Sunday afternoon. Oh, that'd anyway, be great. Um, Daytime football. Yes, this is the final game at uh, Pertex slash Parramatta Stadium for several years as well because it's being rebuilt um, after thirty years of use. So it's yeah, it's being rebuilt. So they might get a bit of a crowd out there, and I have memories of Parramatta Stadium opening in 1986, flogging Saints 36 to mm. six. Um, I have a feeling that Parramatta are going to win the game. I like what you're saying. I like I look at these two more daily leagues, to be quite honest, and that's where I'll be looking more. Like, like you've already mentioned, Red Rider, but Bevan French, Michael Jennings, um, be good for that for the Dragons. Kurt Mann, apart from last week, he's um, prior to that he's been scoring. Quite a few tries. We've talked, also talked up Ewan Aitken, but apart from that, there's not really a lot to boast uh, to talk about in this one for super coach wise or fan sports or anything like that. We're going to talk about Brad Raja in a moment as we get to these tweets, but we'll call that a tease because we're going to start with uh, Sturt Hodgen. Of course, you can uh, ask us any questions. It doesn't have to be for the show. We can do it over the weekend as well at Supercoach Pros there on Twitter. And Sturt Hodgson asks us uh, at Supercoach Pros, Hi guys, have Cleary, Morris and Barber looking to trade probably to have 250k in the bank? Well, I can tell you Nathan Cleary's still our top-rated player, Sturt, so I'm thinking hold on to him. He had a big game last week, of course. Good matchups. Got good matchups again in the last two rounds. 
Um, Morris, on the other hand, 37th best, and Ben Barber, 54th. So they're the ones that could be traded out. Jordan Rapana has a big show against Manly, as we said earlier, and then he's got the Tigers in round 26. But there is some risk with him. He's got a low floor. And Canberra, maybe they're peaked. Maybe they're going to go through a bit of a trough. Jared, Jared Croker would be another obvious one there. Or maybe from Souths, Cody Walker and Greg Inglis uh, would be ones to consider. As we said earlier, they're playing the Knights this week. Ryan, um, what do you make of it? Um, Morris and Barber, or do you keep one of those guys? No, um, I agree. You get rid of Morris and Barber. Um, Look, I did some sums really quickly. Um, You'd be able to get um, Croker and Apana, who you just mentioned, um, and have change left over. Um, so I don't see how that's a bad trade for those two guys, for those two. Yeah, and the only risk would be Canberra just falling away a little bit because they've been up on a high so long. If you wanted to split it with Croker and maybe a guy like Tohu Harris, who plays two positions if you don't already own Harris, um, that could be another option. Next tweet comes from Drew Johnson, and the first thing he says is, should I play JT this week? Just kidding, of course. Uh, we had JT on the downgrade, but uh, he came through. For real, should I bring in GI for one round with my second last trade? I can tell you, Drew, Greg Inglis has rated our 14th best for the last two weeks with a big upgrade this week. We already mentioned him in the captain's roll call. Peter, I guess I'll put it to you. Um, point of difference, GI, it is a risk, but it's a good matchup. Oh, the, the matchup says it all at this time of the year, as we've, as we've discussed. It's got to be Inglis there. Like Souths have played very well the last two weeks. Inglis has been solid. And Newcastle, look, it's leaky as anything. Like I was hoping the Knights would go all right this year, but it hasn't been the case. Their defence out wide has been. Uh, nothing short of, of abysmal at times. And I think Inglis is going to have a field day. I think he's yeah, definitely uh, a must bring in. If you, if you can get him, I think he's, he's absolutely must to get him in this weekend. We've seen in the past, Ryan, with Greg Inglis, he sometimes when games are in hand, he doesn't sort of inject himself to the same degree. Is there a risk here that that happens, that he sits back and other guys end up with the big points? Uh, look, I don't think so. I know the only reason I say that is because Souths can't make it finals. Um, they've got two games left. Inglis seems to be in good form, so I think he'd want to keep that going. I think he's had a bit of a bit of a uh, tough year, so so I think he he'll be looking to um, I guess make hay while the sun shines. They're not going to click off if they get the thirty nil or thirty to six or something. They're, they're probably not clicking off. That's sort of what you're saying. I mean, they're probably thinking, let's, like you say, make that high and get to 50. Yeah, exactly right. I mean, they're professional footballers and it doesn't make, you know, you don't, you're not going to feel sorry for a team because you're beating them by a lot. Um, look, Souths have been thrashed a few times this yeah. year themselves. So they want to get um, they've, Yeah, they've got a minus 116 points difference. So I'm sure that um, they'll want to... Um, you know, take a chunk out of that um, for personal pride, if nothing else. All right, let's go to Ben at Gold Coast. Ben 06, he asks us at Supercoach Pros, I'm in big trouble this week and need a serious PAD. I could go Munster to match my head-to-head or do I go Hain or another? And he got one trade. 
Still haven't replaced Teddy. Could go anywhere, but fullback in particular is very light. Pete, I guess, um, starting with the initial part of that question, he's saying he needs a serious PODs, but then he's talking about Munster to match his head-to-head. Look, Melbourne did do very well against the Broncos last time out, but realistically, you'd expect Brisbane to be tougher than most to score Supercoach points against. So maybe Munster, you know, maybe he should look at, at a POD rather than matching with Munster. I agree. <clears throat> Listen, if he wants to win, it's it's the it's the point of difference way to go, I think. Um, and there, there's a couple of options there that we've uh, we've discussed during the show. But um, of course, we had Jared Hayne come back into the game a couple of weeks ago, and he's looked very good. Um, I think his form's going to get better. They've finally made the right call. I feel sorry for Meade, but moved him to fullback. And we've we've said that this game is a big points game. Uh, the Titans-Panthers, because of just the way these two teams play. And there's a lot of dynamic players in there on both sides. He is a potential point of difference there. The other one, when we look to Monday night, hurts me to say this, but I remember Red Roger playing very well against the Dragons last year out of Parramatta. It's their last game at Pertec for several years, as I mentioned. How about you bring in Red Roger on for the Monday night uh, to be your point of difference? A lot of people may not uh, have a look at what your opposition's got. Um, maybe your opposition does not have Red Rover at the moment. I would suggest they may not. Uh, but, yeah, he could do extremely well on Monday night, particularly if the Dragons' defence doesn't turn up like it didn't turn up last week. The interesting thing with Red Rover, and there's a few guys there that we'll, go about, we'll talk about in a minute, Ben. The interesting thing, Ryan, with Rad Radra, let's say you've got 18 players and you've you know, you've got enough in the bank. You could put Rad Radra in only if you're losing, heading into that Monday night game, and you could go with a DeBellin or Mau if things were, were going better for you. Yeah, look, I, I think that's pretty solid. Look, chances are that there's not going to be many people that have a St. George or a Parramatta player at this stage in their, in their lineup. Um, you know, if they've got choices. Uh, so I think it, it's quite a reasonable um, strategy if you need if you need that boost and, you know, look, it, this week it's, you know, you, know, you win or you lose sort of thing. Um, there's, you know, you're not coming back um, if you lose. So if you're behind, there is no... I don't see any reason why that isn't a viable option where you just... Chuck Radra uh, in there, for example, and um, just hope for the best because, look, it's Monday night. It's the last game of the round. Who knows what can happen? Yeah, and, and, and it's all about that strategy of trying to play against your opponent and figuring out ways to play against him. Now, we sort of discarded Munster, but if you're looking at upside, he's he was the best. He's got the biggest score so far this year, 183. Jordan Rapana, who he probably don't like as much, although the predictor does this weekend, 163. Um, Ryan James, obviously right up there, 156. Milford, 153. Vunavala just last week, 145. He's a guy I like that's really out of the box. Aaron Gray, 141, is his maximum score against that very team. Um, the Knights that he plays this weekend. So there's an interesting one for you. Blake Ferguson did very well just recently. David Fusatua has upside, has a good 
matchup, and then of course Semi Raj Rider, 136 earlier in the year before the injury, probably backs up what Pete and Ryan said. Ben, I think, uh, yeah, maybe that's where you're taking your chances. Maybe you're even looking at a vice captain loophole earlier in the week with Semi Raj Rider, a potential captain, and and a no and a no name if you've got one um, to take over the captaincy if you you know you think you're okay with the VC could be an option that does it guys for the show um just the one show remaining now so thanks so much i hope that uh been able to help you and good luck to everyone out there that's playing for a grand final berth i uh, hope the super coach gods are shining on you pete thanks so much we'll talk to you next tuesday thanks guys always and ryan thank you very much we'll see you next week yeah no worries mate And I am Paulie G, of course. Andrew will be back with us next week as well. Hope you're feeling better, Andrew. And um, that is Supercatch Professionals Roundtable Podcast for another week. Of course, download us on the iTunes or via the website, www.supercatchpros.com. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, at Supercatch Pros. Bye for now.